Hey there, I'm Becky and welcome to the Literary Escapes podcast. Today on the podcast, we are going to take some literary escapes. I've got several books for you, so buckle up and don't worry about packing your bags. I've got you covered. Hey there, welcome back to the Literary Escapes podcast. I'm Becky and I'm happy to have you here today. Each month I try to start off my podcast with an episode that coincides with the book club. And so the first podcast episode each month is typically a book set in episode and it coincides with what our destination is in the book club. And so you can always tell what we're doing in the book club based on what that first podcast is of the month. And so this month in the book club, our destination is New York City. And so I've got some fun books for you today that are all set in New York City. So let's get started. Our book of the month this month is The Lions of Fifth Avenue by Fiona Davis. If you haven't read that one, I highly recommend it. It's a dual timeline. Um, There's a historical piece and then there's a more modern piece. So here's the blurb on this one. It's 1913, and on the surface, Laura Lyons couldn't ask for more out of life. Her husband is the superintendent of the New York Public Library, allowing their family to live in an apartment within the grand building, and they are blessed with two children, but headstrong, passionate Laura wants more. And when she takes a leap of faith and applies to Columbia Journalism School, her world is cracked right open. As her studies take her all over the city, she is drawn to Greenwich Village's New Bohemia, where she discovers the Heterodoxy Club, a radical all-female group in which women are encouraged to loudly share their opinions on suffrage, birth control, and women's rights. Soon, Laura finds herself questioning her traditional role as wife and mother. And when valuable books are stolen at the library, threatening the home and institution she loves. She's forced to confront her shifting priorities head on and may just lose everything in the process. 80 years later, in 1993, Sadie Donovan struggles with the legacy of her grandmother, the famous essayist, Laura Lyons, especially after she's wrangled her dream job as a curator at the New York Public Library but the job quickly becomes a nightmare when rare manuscripts, notes, and books for the exhibit Sadie's running begin to disappear from the library's famous Berg Club. Determined to save both the exhibit and her career, the typically risk-averse Sadie teams up with a private security expert to uncover the culprit. However, things unexpectedly become personal when the investigation leads Sadie to some unwelcome truths about her own family, truths that shed new light on the biggest tragedy in the library's history. So there you have it. That is our book of the month for the Literary Escape Book Club, and Fiona Davis will be joining us in the book club this month, and I'm very excited to have the opportunity to speak with her. The next book I want to share with you is called Real Men Knit by Kiwana Jackson. This is another one that if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. It was written a few years ago by Kiwana Jackson, and it looks like there's a second volume to this series that is due out um, in a few months, which is very exciting. So here's the blurb on this one. Jesse Strong is known for two things, his devotion to his adoptive mom, Mama Joy, 
and his reputation for breaking hearts. When Mama Joy unexpectedly passes away, he and his brothers have different plans for what to do with Strong Knits, their neighborhood knitting store. Jesse wants to keep the store open. His brothers want to tie off loose ends and close the shop. Part-time employee Carrie Fuller has kept her crush on Jesse a secret. When she overhears his impassioned plea to his brothers to keep the knitting shop open, she volunteers to help. Unlike Jesse, Carrie knows the nitty gritty of business and together they make plans to reinvent strong knits for a new generation. But the more time they spend together, the stronger the chemistry builds between the two of them. Carrie, knowing Jesse's history, doesn't believe their relationship can last longer than she can knit one pearl too. But Jesse is determined to prove to her he can be the man for her forever and always. After all, real men knit. So that's a fun book. It uh, touches on some pretty heavy topics of um, grieving and uh, becoming your true self and trusting, trusting people with your heart. And so it's a fun story. And if you happen to be a knitter, it's a bonus. So, Real Men Knit by Kawana Jackson. We're going to change genres now, and we're going to head into the thriller suspense. This one is called Elevator Pitch by Linwood Barclay, and of course, it's set in New York City. So here's the summary on this one. It all begins on a Monday when four people board an elevator in a Manhattan office tower. Each presses a button for their floor, but the elevator proceeds nonstop to the top. It stops there for a few seconds, then plummets right to the bottom of the shaft. It appears to be a horrific random tragedy, but then on Tuesday, it happens again in a different Manhattan skyscraper. And when Wednesday brings yet another high-rise catastrophe, one of the most vertical cities in the world, and the nation's capital of media, finance, and entertainment is plunged into chaos. Clearly, this is anything but random. This is a cold, calculated bid to terrorize the city, and it's working. Fearing for their lives, thousands of men and women working in offices across the city refuse to leave their homes. Commerce has slowed to a trickle. Emergency calls to top floors of apartment buildings go unanswered. Who is behind this? Why are they doing it? What do these deadly acts of sabotage have to do with the fingerless body found on the High Line. Two seasoned New York detectives and a straight shooting journalist must race against time to find the answers before the city's newest and tallest residential tower has its ribbon cutting on Thursday. So if you want a good fast-paced thriller, check out Elevator Pitch by Linwood Barclay. This one you've probably heard of, the next one. It's called Lipstick Jungle by Candace Bushnell. It is contemporary fiction. It's set in New York City, of course. Here's the blurb on this one. Victory Ford is the darling of the fashion world, single, attractive, and iconoclastic. She has worked for years to create her own signature line. As Victory struggles to keep her company afloat, she learns crucial, crucial lessons about what she really wants in a relationship. Nico O'Neilly, is the glamorous, brilliant editor of Bonfire Magazine, the pop culture bible for fashion, show business, and politics. 
Considered one of the most powerful women in publishing, she seems to have it all. But in a midlife crisis, she suddenly realizes this isn't enough. Wendy Healy's chutzpah has propelled her to the very top of the movie industry. When it becomes clear that a competitor is trying to oust her, something has to give. And Wendy must decide between her career and her marriage. In Lipstick Jungle, we have a page turner of sex, sex and scandal that will keep readers enthralled and guessing to the very last page. So you want a good uh, contemporary fiction? Three women trying to figure out their lives? Check out Lipstick Jungle. I believe this is also a series on TV, or it was. I don't know if it is anymore. So you can check that out too. The next book I have for you is called, it's a historical fiction. It's called Cartier's Hope by M.J. Rose. And here's the summary on this one. New York, 1910, a city of extravagant balls in Fifth, Fifth Avenue mansions and poor immigrants crammed into crumbling Lower East Side tenements, a city where the suffrage movement is growing stronger every day, but most women reporters are still delegated to the fashion and lifestyle pages. But Vera Garland is set on making her mark in a man's world of serious journalism. Shortly after the world-famous Hope Diamond is acquired for a record sum, Vera begins investigating rumors about schemes by its new owner, jewelry Pierre Cartier, to manipulate its value. Vera is determined to find the truth behind the notorious diamond and its legendary curse. Even better when the expose puts her in the same orbit as a magazine publisher whose blackmailing schemes lead to the death of her beloved father. Appealing to a young Russian jeweler for help, Vera is unprepared when she begins falling in love with him, and even more unprepared when she gets caught up in his deceptions and finds herself at risk of losing all she has worked so hard to achieve. Set against the backdrop of New York's glitter and grit of ruthless men and the atrocities they commit in the pursuit of power, this enthralling historical novel explores our very human needs for love and retribution and to pursue one's destiny regardless of the cost. So that is Cartier's Hope by M.J. Rhodes. Got a little bit of everything in that one. I've got another women's fiction for you. The next one, it's called In Five Years by Re Rebecca Searle. Her last name is spelled S-E-R-L-E. Starts with a question, where do you see yourself in five years? Danny Cohen lives her life by the numbers. She is nothing like her lifelong best friend, the wild, whimsical, believes in fate Bella. Her meticulous planning seems to have paid off. After all, she nails the most important job interview of her career and accepts her boyfriend's marriage proposal in one fell swoop, falling asleep completely content. But when she awakens, she is suddenly in a different apartment with a different ring on her finger and beside a very different man. Danny spends one hour exactly five years in the future before she wakes again in her own home on the brink of midnight. But it is one hour she cannot shake. So that sounds like a really interesting one. If you want to see what it's like to get a glimpse of the future five years ahead. Take a look at In Five Years by Rebecca Searle. I've got one last book for you today. It is a 
contemporary romance set in Manhattan. It is the first one in a series called From Manhattan with Love, and this book is called Sleepless in Manhattan by Sarah Morgan. Cool, calm, and competent events planner Paige Walker loves a challenge. After a childhood spent in and out of in and out of hospitals, she is now determined to prove herself. And where where better to take the world by storm than Manhattan? But when Paige loses the job she loves, she must face her biggest challenge of all, of all, going at it alone. Except launching her own events company is nothing compared to hiding her outrageous crush on Jake Romano, her brother's best friend, and New York's most in-demand date and the only man to break her heart. When Jake offers Paige's fledgling company a big chance, their still sizzling chemistry starts giving her sleepless nights. But can she convince the man who trusts no one to take a chance on forever? So if you're looking for a good romance set in New York City. So thanks for joining me today. It was fun going through New York City with you and sharing some different books set there. There are, of course, a bazillion more books that are set in New York City. If you've got some, leave them in the comments. Um, shoot me an email. I'd be glad to learn some more and add them to our long list. So have a great day, and I hope you'll join me next time on the Literary Escapes podcast. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoy books that take you on a literary escape, come join us over in my Facebook group, The Literary Escape Book Club. We'd love to have you. Come read with us. Information is in the show notes. Thanks for joining me today.